Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes. My co-host is Bricky, and he is going to be hitting us with some really ridiculous Warhammer 40k stuff. Uh, but before he does, if you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous, where you get access to our Discord, bloopers if they happen, a Nyan Nyan Neko Catboy Cadian Guard poster. Uh, that's the $15 tier, though, so just so you know. And uh, yeah, a lot of cool stuff there. So if you want to support the podcast, patreon.com slash adeptus ridiculous bricky how's how's the merch what's our book club looking like the merch the merch it's orchidate.com that's the merch check out the merch it's down there it's in the description it's merch and book club we're doing gaskill throca prophet of the wah make sure you get that done a little faster than normal because the episode will be done faster than normal to make up for the krieg book mm-hmm. i i'm uh, dk i'm so mad yeah, you sound mad. You sound a little I'm, congested too, my boy. Dude, I get sick so often and I don't know why. I don't leave the house enough to get sick, but maybe that's the reason why I'm getting sick because oh my god. Maybe. So is that is that I, trip to PAX, dude? It was. So I so I if I sound congested in the video to everyone watching, it's simply put that I had COVID and apparently some of the effects of COVID like to linger. And so now, randomly, my nose is congested and my throat hurts. Um, but I mean, like, I feel normal, like, I feel, like, like energy-wise, you know, I feel fine. Yeah. It's just you don't you don't feel like bedridden and like you need to rest all day. It's just you're congested. God looked down at me and said, "I deem you to use one nostril." <laughs> Ew, gross. And he's a and he's a bastard for doing it. <laughs> <He's a> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm agnostic. Um, so what's what's our topic today? What do we what, what do we what do we well, on to? I got a, I got a quote for you, but unfortunately, none of the quotes are are particularly uh, vague enough to make it actually involve any kind of of intrigue and making you guess. Because if oh, I were okay. to if I were to say this quote, I mean you'll know exactly what the, what it is. But I, I don't know, DK. I have faith in you at this point. That makes one of us. Yeah, that's pretty good. But uh, look, even Shy okay. said she she said I'm pretty dumb. Okay, just <clears throat> we. I've already probably said this quote in the prior episode, but I'm gonna say it again because it's a fun one. We cannot live through this. Mankind cannot live through this in a single day. They have covered this planet with a flood of living blades and needle fang mouths. Kill one and ten take its place. If they are truly without number, that our race is doomed to a violent death before every shred of our civilization is scoured away by a force more voracious than the fires of hell themselves. Death by the machine god. Death is here. Magos wow. Varnak, last words. Uh, that sounds pretty tyrannid to me. Yeah, it's tyrannid. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say you're you're right. That's that's, that's okay. Yeah, that's that's a pretty. See, well, I had faith. As does I mean, yeah, I I I guess I guess you're right. Uh, but specifically, what about the Tyranids? Like, is there a specific faction? Uh, the uh, what is it? The Octarius War that's going on right now, where the Nids and the Orcs are kind of going all out and uh, bolstering their numbers. What specific Tyranid shenanigans are we dealing with? That's a very long introduction for me just to say the High Fleets. We're talking about Sick. the individual hive fleets and what each the I am, uh, and what, <laughs> oh, and 
Oh no, it's gone downhill. Don't it ever say. Does. Don't ever say I didn't do anything for you. Anyway, high fleets, eh? Let's, yes. let's talk about high fleets. Yes, let's talk about high fleets. So, uh, we're talking about the different kinds of high fleets that are known around in the galaxy and kind of what they're all about. Uh, what the differentiation, differentiating traits are of them, and well, uh, we're also we're mainly going to be going over the ones you can play as, okay. because when uh, it's more, I think it's fun to start with those because then you can kind of create your own. Like if you want to play Tyranids, you can then like okay, I want to play Tyranids in this way. This one is interesting to me, so I will play as this high fleet. Right, right, right. Cool. Sorry, I had to mute myself so I could throw the fuck up. <laughs> do, do you think it's it's uh, topical that I'm we're filming this when I'm all congested and chill? We're talking about like a, a genuinely um, like poison. Ah, I guess Death Guard would be a little bit more better, but like you know, they, they poison and they've got their problems and they infect and they they parasites and viruses and. Yeah, I, I think it would be more topical if we were talking about Nurgle. Now, if you were like bug bombing your house and you were in a remote location, that would be more Tyranid applicable. You, you, yeah, I, I, I would say if we were doing like Nurgle and and uh, Grandpapa Nurgle's blessings, then it would be apropos. I think this maybe a little bit of a stretch on the sick because of bugs and infestation, but you know, it's a it's a little bit of a stretch, I suppose. But regardless, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. so let's let's start talking about high fleet. So, all right, the first one we gotta talk about is the one that's one of the most classics, and that is high fleet behemoth. High fleet behemoth. If okay, with the name alone, if you had to guess, what do you think they specialize in? Uh, I, w I mean, Behemoth, I would assume they specialize in the old monster mash, and they've just got lots of big bugs, and just giant roving creatures with big muscles and big fangs. You are absolutely correct. Behemoth is known for being big and fucking chunk. They nice. are the ones that, they were the first ever Tyranid High Fleet to be encountered in the first Tyrannical War on Ultramar. Oh, nice. So they fucked up Ultramar. They were they were the ones they were the ones that that uh, made Marnius Calgar a triple cripple, and uh, <laughs> triple right. cripple. I don't like. Yeah, that. <laughs> he lost like Sounds... both of his arm, both his arms and legs, or, or or his like arm and leg, or whatever you know. Sounds like something the Halo announcer would say on like a kill triple 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 cripple <laughs> social triple. credit deducted. <laughs> I I love that he's getting so much attention on cameo. <laughs> It's, it's, it's very nice. It's happy yeah. to see. But the uh, High Fleet Behemoth is the main one that attacked Ultramar. They are a, a, just a, a juggernaut when it comes to them. Like, they lack in, what they lack in numbers, they make up for just sheer aggression and uncontrollable hunger. There's no subtlety or real cunning. It's just laughable resilience and just overwhelming mass. Damn. Like, like, why, why swarm me with a bunch of bugs when instead you can literally shoulder check a tank? <laughs> Damn. So, so they are the hive fleet you play if you are indeed gonna go like monster mash and just roll out with like the big units instead of trying to like overrun with numbers. Like, if you were playing on the tabletop, Behemoth is like the monster mash. Uh, they're definitely known for. I mean, I mean, from a lore perspective, sure. I think that there oh, okay. are some high fleets on the tabletop that are just better because they're just balanced 
differently. Mm. And that's that's a balance problem. Um, but mm. for instance, High Fleet Behemoth is known for like when you get into combat and melee, you get extra strength and you can re-roll your ah. charge your charges so you can get in better. And a lot of your okay. um special buffs are like like there's there's a, a relic and it says occasionally a high fleet behemoth warrior organism will uh, will epitomize its high fleet name by growing to colossal and appallingly powerful proportions and it's it's like add one to the damage that the wielder is using you know all right all right they pretty now, granted, um behemoth is less so i think okay. at least in the current moment i mean they're the popular looking ones but in the gameplay right now, I think Leviathan is the most popular. Okay. Okay. Cool. But cool. they're 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 big, scary, tough. You know, they're their warlord trait, monstrous hunger, psychic Ooh. power, unstoppable onslaught, stratagem, Damn. unparalleled ferocity. You know, big <laughs> chunk. Less to talk about because they're just about big and chunk, but you know, interestingly enough. Yeah. Those are some really cool sounding stratagems. Those are dope holy shit yeah i like i like their gw's naming sequence quite a lot it's a lot of fun yeah. um the next one is high fleet kraken high fleet kraken is another major high fleet uh though they've actually been kind of fucked up quite a bit um they're uh, they're still around but they they took some pretty hefty casualties they were the main group in the second tyrannic war which we haven't discussed yet um, this one, I think, were they the ones who fought at Ball? No, that was somebody else. Um, that was Leviathan. This mm. one instead uh, traveled through and did fighting against the Ultramarines again. Uh, but nice. their big fighting was against an Eldar craft world of, I think it's uh, Leanden. And um, that was the big, the big thing is they fucked up a craft world. One of the largest oh. and most populous craft worlds. And they were only repelled by... A, a fancy Eldar prince named Prince Uriel and uh, with a fancy spear. And that's what, you know. Ah, uh, so they got magic bullshit that they needed to fend off uh, the Kraken. I mean, most of the time, whenever the Tyranids lose, it's some kind of magic bullshit, whether it's on the Marine side or on the Eldar side. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think, I think Kane also fought Kraken. Um, like and I... Like Caiaphas, Kai, 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 Caiaphas Kane. Oh, oh, the hero of the Imperium. Yes. Oh, okay. I think the yeah, I think the Tau Tau also helped a little bit with that one. But Kraken as a faction is mainly about speed. Um, the idea is that they are really good at outmaneuvering and encircling their prey. Uh, like like the tiniest little gap or exploit, they just go, they fly on in. So. Like warlord traits called one step ahead, their relic is oh dear, chameleon <laughs> chameleonic. It's like chameleon, but chameleonic, chameleonic, chameleonic. Yeah, yeah, sure. That sounds uh, right. That, yeah, sounds that was like hard to pronounce. It. Chameleonic yeah. mutation, uh, and then they're like op opportunistic advance is their stratagem. So the idea is that they move with lightning fast speed, and then they encircle the enemy. And really get on them like that. Um, okay. I think they're actually pretty darn solid, because as a, as a, a faction, because they increase your like arm penetration because you encircle them. But just being able to move that fast, you know, like yeah. they're they're very they're 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 big brain. 
They got big brain. They're very smart. They're very quick. And they're very like, mm, the defenses are weak in here and there and skitter us through and around, you know? So that sounds like a pretty formidable hive fleet. Because, I mean, normally when you think of bugs, you just think, oh, they're a hive fleet. They're just going to keep rushing at us in, in overwhelming numbers. But then you got like this speedy, big brain uh, uh, sort of surround you and conquer. And it, that, that's, that's scary. That's, yeah, they're, they're bigger like, brains. I don't like smart bugs. I don't want smart bugs. I want bugs that'll just walk into the fire. I don't I don't need this big brain shit. Um, you want to read this quote because I'm dying? Yeah, sure. Uh, Shy posted this quote. Mystery of Ad- Adri's Hope. A refugee ship from Devlin arrives in orbit around Adri's Hope, ominously silent. Those investigating the ship find it to be an abattoir, uh, all aboard mercilessly butchered through though a breach of quarantine is suspected to have allowed a tyrannid organism to get aboard nothing is found three weeks later all contact is lost with the adri's hope yeah they're sneaky spooky spooky sneaky mm. Mm, i think like they it. also like to uh pre-infest with gene stealers quite often they, they like their oh, gene stealer okay. cults you know because it's like kind of part of their long <clears throat> game yeah definitely I guess the name Kraken kind of fits because when you think of a Kraken, it kind of shows up out of nowhere. You're surrounded by tentacles and then you're just fucked. So, I mean, it kind of, the name is kind of fitting, right? Yeah, there's that. There's actually, yeah. a, um, I actually want to go back. There's a, there's a quote here um, for both Behemoth and Kraken, I've noticed in uh, on the Codex itself. Okay, cool. Let's hear it. It says, um, for Behemoth, it says, we went in by boarding torpedo. Our mission was to extract Megos, whatever, before the foremost swarms overran Lyanius Station. Once we had him, extraction was a flight of Thunderhawks waiting on the Sector 3 platforms. I fought Tyrants before. We all have. But I have never seen them move with such single-minded ferocity. They tore through every bulkhead and barricade in their path as though they weren't there. I could not feel fear. But I tell you now, I have never felt more like prey than I did on Lyanna's station. Brother Amadio of the Death Watch uh, chapter. And then there is uh, Kraken here, which is nothing in this galaxy beats a platoon to Katachin jungle fighters in the deep green. That's what I thought. Then again, I also thought nothing living could make it through that ravine on our right flank. Choked with thornweed, orcs, uh, orc smear, those damn puffball things big as an ogre's head. They came through all the same. Still don't know how. Thrown damn niz just pouring out like pyro wasps from a burrow. Outmaneuvered and outfought in the deep green by dirty Xenos animals. I'll take that shame to my grave. Captain Vance Stryker, Katachin 86th Glade Stalkers. Court martial testimony. Damn, those are some serious quotes for the Nids. Holy shit. It's always fun I, hearing the quotes for the Nids because it's like yeah. them being so fucking frightened. I've never felt more like prey. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. A Death Watch Space Marine says that. Yeah, saying that. Holy shit. Okay. Okay, Nids are serious. I mean, I guess so, they've always been serious, but like that's... It's fun when you hear, like, horror stories. Mm-hmm. So our next major uh, high fleet is High Fleet Leviathan. Now, this one okay. you should be very familiar with. This is the Octarius War one. Hey, 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 let's go. 
They have the ones that like the giant tendrils of Leviathan decide to go under the galaxy and make their way up. Mm -hmm. um, the main thing about Leviathan is that they are shockingly adaptive. They are okay. they are trial and error carnage. It is is never ending. Like okay, we're throwing things at the enemy. Okay. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yep. 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 All right. Turn the dials. Crank the levers. Adjust the biomass again. Again, 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 and they just keep going. This like combined, relentless, adaptive uh, assault. Damn. So, so they they really were the worst ones to to throw at the orcs. Like, if you could have any high fleet not get into a war with the orcs, you really probably don't want Leviathan to do it, since they're so adaptable. They've got so many numbers. Ooh, boy, that's ooh. Yeah, that's a, the uh the that's the Tyranids the, the oh dear fucking god this don't <laughs> fuck you Mr. Electric <laughs> send him to the principal's office and have him expelled what what did I say you know what you said you wrote it in his yeah, dream journal it's fair enough <laughs> um however the Leviathan is the largest high fleet currently around uh, as okay. as noted by the, the horrifying images of the tendrils of high fleet Leviathan um, I'd also argue that this is probably the best high fleet to play in game right now. Um, oh, okay. They're they're really really tough and tanky, and their their uh, synaptic neck uh, network is really powerful. Um, okay. It's uh the the names for their stuff is like Warlord trait perfectly adapted, psychic powers Hive Nexus. Says the hive mind funnels Leviathan's sophisticated synaptic network through its conduits, enforcing its gestalt will among the hive fleet's lesser organisms. Combined assault, preceptive node, synaptic control, all these kinds of things where it's like, yeah, we're we are dedicated to being the most adaptive and we got the most numbers. Okay. Okay. They're, so, uh, they're they're spooky, but they're also a little bit basic when it comes mm. to the overall uh, nature of them. Like Behemoth is big and tough, but Leviathan is just yeah, we're the super adaptive nids. Yeah. So are they the best to play in tabletop just because they're so tanky and so hard to kill and so adaptive? Um. Yeah, they have this rule that means you can't wound them on a one through three or a one through two. Ooh. Basically, it just means that when you roll dice, you can sometimes like do your damage and you only need like like a two or a higher but they force it to be a four or a higher which you know cuts oh, your your um yeah. efficiency pretty heavily yeah okay i can i can see why they would be a very popular high fleet to play high flip high fleet to play they're pretty yeah, they're pretty out. darn good um they're, they're, they're pretty darn good i'm kind of a fan of jormungandr myself but we'll get to that later on okay um okay Next high fleet is high fleet Gorgon. Now, Gorgon, Gor Gorgon is a nasty, nasty one. Um, <laughs> it is mainly the uh, high level of adaptations on the biological level of the Gorgon's thing. So they rapidly, you know, advance themselves as well. But they rapidly advance themselves instead of to make themselves tankier to make worse and worse organisms to on who against who they fight so it's hard to describe um they utilize heavily adaptive hypertoxins 
weaponized clouds of spores and, and corrosive poisons and like living ammunition. So oh. th they're like, okay, we've tuned our guns so that when they hit you, a group of hyper disgusting piranha maggots eat your flesh away. Oh, is that actually a thing? Uh, I mean, they have living ammunition, so something like that, probably, yeah. Oh, God, that's awful. Sorry, like, go ahead. That's all. Oh no, 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 that's, that's what it is. It's like their weapons are wreathed in miasma microorganisms that oh, will just no. eat your flesh away. Or like they'll fire weapons that have things in them. So when you get shot by it, the thing is inside your body and starts eating your, your innards. And then it gets bigger oh, because it's corrosive geez. and it's a tyranid. Gorgon oh. is all about like poison and miasma and, and oh. toxic 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 so whereas leviathan is adaptable to make themselves more survivable gorgon is adaptable so that they can kill you quicker yes um so they're an offensive adaptability uh the toxins produced by high fleet gorgon swarm creatures adapt with terrifying speed to any prey swiftly rendering even the most glancing of blows or skin contact potentially lethal oh man i as horrible as the other high fleet sound i would not want to fight gorgon that sounds like just an absolutely torturous awful horrible way to die just getting eaten alive from the inside out and just having all this miasma and poison just <laughs> what warlord trait lethal miasma the air around the warlord churns with microscopic spores oh. that invade the bodies of its foes devouring them from the inside oh, gross yeah it, 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 it ain't fun gorgon's nasty yeah. How, so, uh, I, I don't know. You, you were probably going to get to this at some point, but do Hive Fleets ever, like, join each other? and like? I will fight? get to that, actually. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. I, I was just wondering, because it sounds like if you combined Leviathan and Gorgon, you're so fucking fucked. Because um, you have, like, adaptable weaponry and adaptable defenses, and it's like... You're, you're, you're mm -mm, nope, you're dead. Just the problem just is that you would, your own have grave. To, would have to sometimes fight over the biomass, which is its own issue. Um, oh, that's fair. But there is a little bit of a symbiotic relationship with some other ones that we will talk about later. Okay. Um, quote from a uh, Gorgon. Cassetid scholars spawned hour, or spent hours in debate over the nature and intent of the Tyranid menace. Some amongst them claim that, unlike the infernal servants of the dark gods or the ghoulish flesh thieves of Kamara, the Tyranid cannot be considered truly evil or cruel. They claim that all it does is driven by a pure predatory instinct rather than by some higher or indeed lower purpose. But I have seen the Gorgon open its jaws and vomit forth its malignant spawn. I have seen it contort and agonize its prey before their miserable deaths. And I tell you now, the Tyranid is the very embodiment of evil and, and of cruelty. Sister Hospitaller, Amalika Hope. Damn. Cor uh, Tyranid quotes are the best. Yeah, they're, they're really fun. It's, it's, really it's really fun to see that, like, that, con that concept. And how just, yeah. just nasty it'd be. Um, I know that nasty. the Tau particularly got fucked up by Gorgon. Um, and I think the... 
Oh, wait, Shia has the quote here. You want to read it? Is that a Gorgon? Is that a picture of a Gorgon? I think Gorgon oh, are green. Yeah. Oh, the green and nasty. Things are, those things are nasty. Uh, okay. Uh, in 075902.m41, dozens of bioships detach from the main Gorgon hive fleet and invade the Tau colony of Kamaius, I hope. Uh, this triggered the emergence of an unexpected Necron fleet from Kakaius's dead moon, which then set about destroying the outnumbered Tyranid ships. On Kai Mas, a day of celebration was declared, and as the Necrons landed, they were greeted with great ceremony by ethereal Ontaniel. Despite the welcome, Ontaniel was quickly slain by the Necrons, and Kamaius was then harvested. That's that's really funny, and and so Tau. That's so oh. Tau. The ne like, oh my God, the Nids are killing us all. The ne Necrons kill the Nids. Yay! Thanks, Necrons. Welcome, welcome. Dies to Necrons. Yep, that's so Necron. Yeah. You know what's funny is we've read the Necron books, and you know they're probably like, what the fuck are these primitives saying? What are they saying? <laughs> oh my god, they're blue. Why are they blue? Oh my god, disgusting. Kill them. Kill, Kill them, them all. all. Yep. yep, yep. Like, murder all of them. Just, oh my god. <laughs> this, oh my god, I hate this stuff. The CEO of racism, back at it again. Typical Necrons. Um, very, next, very typical Necrons. Uh, Gorgon actually, in, in game, actually has a really fun method the idea is that when they uh, attack an enemy unit any you know how i said like before you could only hurt them uh, leviathan on like a four up yeah well now whenever they attack an enemy they always hurt them on a four up no matter what unless oh. it's a vehicle because vehicles mm -hmm. don't you know and yeah. so often you can spam a whole bunch of really weak weapons and then still oh. hurt them because of all your toxins damn Pretty Gorgon fun, actually. Gnarly. How popular is Gorgon in the tabletop? Not very, unfortunately. I think it's because huh. um, big monsters are are really, really, really fucking strong right now, and okay, so in order to make Gorgon useful to always wound on a four up, you want to take a lot of cheap, crappy weapons, mm -hmm. and normally you don't. Uh, the, the The cheap weapons aren't as good now as the big monsters in uh in. Tyranids. Yeah. Well, that's At least a shame because they sound so cool. I mean, I think Tyranids right now are so incredibly overpowered that I don't think it would matter. I think you could easily make them work. Um, okay. but it's just the fact that big stuff is stronger. Yeah. And it looks a lot cooler. Those the, yeah. the big monsters of the Tyranids look so fucking cool on the tabletop. They really do. Uh next up is Jormungandr. Let's go, uh, the waifu hive fleet. We both picked. Sure. Um <laughs> Jormungandr. Uh, do you know? Do you know where Jormungandr is from? Like the, the name? Oh, I should. I you really should. should. Oh my god, is it the? Oh no, I've I've drawn a complete blank. Um, it's the uh, it's the world serpent in um, Norse mythology. Oh, I, I genuinely was thinking. War. I was genuinely thinking World Serpent, but I wasn't sure if I was confusing it with the what's the Alice in Wonderland thing? The um uh the Jabberwock, I guess I was confusing it with, and I didn't know which of those was which and I just uh I hate it. Ah uh, nah. The 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 big the big serpenty boy from uh from God of War. The Yeah Jormungandr. Jormungandr, yeah. Yormi to Damn his it. closest friends. <laughs> Actually, that's, yeah, that's, that's, sure. what, that's what Mimir in the little head says. It's made me giggle. <laughs> um, anyway, Jormungandr 
it's not a particularly large high fleet but they got a bunch of biomass by invading like unprotected worlds and stuff like that um the way Jormungandr works is they favor a lot more subtle and, and more like siege tactics um huh. their giant bio vessels rarely actually enter orbit instead they grab asteroids and other space debris and yeet them at the planets. <laughs> and then they also launch spores in concert with them. So they're throwing a bunch of debris, but the debris is sometimes infected with spores, among other random things that make planet fall. And these oh. will often have things like raveners or Molochs or Trigons, and they will immediately bury themselves underground to avoid detection. And so once, oh. once there's a critical mass of things being thrown in spores and, and new things, like all of these underground burrowing things will then just pop up with a synaptic uh, message and then start wreaking havoc everywhere. Oh, they're sneaky fuckers, aren't they? They're they're like the they're ones that if you want to do like a tunneling kind of faction that loves to be underground and causing problems and being like assholes like that, this is the faction for that one. Damn. I love the fact that they just fucking yeet all the rocks down and it's like, oh yeah, some are just asteroids. Some are not. And mm. that's 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 actually kind of cool. Um also like yeah. I just wouldn't expect Tyranids to be subtle. Yeah, well, I mean, they they can be sneaky. They they because yeah. they're 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 a predator. They lie in wait. Yeah, it's just for some reason whenever I think of Tyranids, I just think of this overwhelming swarm of bugs that just keeps moving forward. And it's just like, no, there's a lot more to the Nids than just these dumb bugs that move forward all the time, always. So this is enlightening, actually. Enlightening. Enlightening me about the mm -hmm. the mindset of the Tyranids. Yeah. Uh, Shy uh, has a quote for you. All right. Uh, so the quote is: Jormungandr appeared in the skies above Gedrin II and hurled thousands of meteors into its atmosphere. The vast redoubt fortresses that protected the planet's hive cities destroyed many of these rocks. The remainder fell into the ocean. Jormungandr's bioships retreated, and Gedrin II's governor declared the invasion over. Several months later, hosts of many limbed Tyranid creatures burst into the lower halls of Geldrin's II's fortification, slaughtering all in their path. As planetary defense forces scrambled to react, long-range scans picked up a colossal body of vessels entering orbit. Yeah, Damn. they're sneaky little fuckers. You got played, Geldrin. You got played. They got, great, uh, they got great names, too. It's like Tunnel Networks or Insidious Threat, Buried in Wait, Lurking Maws, all that kind of stuff. Ooh, nice. Yeah, they did. They got Among Us. The Nids vented. Yeah. Is, is that... <sighs> yeah, the Nids vented. She's right. Shy's right. The, the Nids vented. The Nids vented. They're sus. These, 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 these... They're sus. They're, they're sus. sus. Are they sus, DK? Yeah, push the emergency meeting button. I... Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the next high fleet? <laughs> the next high fleet is a fun one. Uh, this is Kronos. Kronos is a, is a interesting high fleet for a couple of reasons. Um, the main one is that Kronos were actually one of the high fleets that had to deal a lot with the uh, problems coming from the warp. And okay. uh, often because they had to fight a ton of chaos, but chaos is not biomass. It's warp fuckery. 
Mm -hmm. So they were having to constantly fight all of these chaos and warp entities, but were unable to get any kinds of things with it. And so oh. the Kronos created, a, um, adapted in two ways, because originally they could kind of deal with chaos to a certain extent, but, you know, uh, Eye of Terror, gigantic rift broke in the world, all those other problems. Yeah. Um, they have to deal with chaos a lot more now. So due to chaos being such a huge fan of attacking from range, or from melee, sorry, close range, Kronos mm -hmm. have adapted themselves to not only make their shadow in the warp incredibly suffocating, like their anti-psychic powers are shockingly powerful and extend far more than normal, but they're mainly meant to be a shooty one because chaos is amazing in close range. Kronos is a very long range weaponry kind of high fleet. This is the oh, one where okay. if you want to fire stuff from a decent distance. Okay, cool. So and that's that's their whole shtick. That that that's their shtick is that they fight well somewhat they fight chaos from a distance and because they fight chaos from a distance they have to simultaneously um, rely on the Leviathan High Fleet for biomass. So this oh. is the symbiotic relationship is that High Fleet um, Leviathan will go and has been starting to leave a little bit of its biomass like there and then Kronos will take it up and eat it up to replenish their uh, their numbers because they've been working so hard on dealing with chaos from range oh okay so in in return for holding off chaos Leviathan gives them the biomass so that they can hold that hold that front and so that chaos doesn't fuck with them too much exactly it, it's uh gotcha. it basically makes so that like yeah chaos Leviathan is able to use Kronos to deal with chaos because chaos is such a problem. Yeah, um, especially for uh, normal Tyranids, it would be a big problem. Yeah, it's the same reason why they have an issue with like Necrons. I think that Kronos has fought Necrons. Maybe, maybe once. I don't. I don't remember exactly, but you know the long range firepower. Oh no, no, actually, I don't, I don't think they have fought Necrons. I think I think I was wrong on that one. But mm, okay. yeah, chaos very melee. Kronos adapts by using lots of gun. Um, and if you look at a lot of their stuff, their names are like Bio Barrage or Symbio Biostorm. Um, but my, fa my favorite thing is they have a stratagem called the Deepest Shadow, which is oh. if somebody ends up um, failing a psychic test, just mm -hmm. they just fail it. They roll poor. You can automatically do damage to them. Oh, hell yeah. Let's just super fun. Those are great names too. Those are fucking fantastic names. The deepest shadow. Yeah. Deepest shadow bio barrage. There are warlord traits called soul hunger. Ooh, great names for these. Tyranids get the best names for stratagems. Holy shit. Uh, they have a quote too. It says hey. the spawn of the great devourer came upon us as we combed the ruins of Shaisthel. We sought to ready ourselves, expecting close quarters battle, yet these beasts did not surge to the attack, but instead harried us from afar. Harried? Buried. I don't know. Us from afar with such ferocity that we were forced to quit the field. I weep to think of the lives lost that day. Bodies and spirit stones alike vanished into the maws of their killers. Yet the worst of it is that the creatures saw us not as foes, but merely fuel. We were raw materials to be harvested, ammunition to be reloaded before they returned to their true fight. 
It's like Thograel the Wanderer, which I believe is Eldar, because they're talking about spirit stones. Tyranids have the best. They're literally just horror movie quotes. Yep. It's it's all like freaked out, panic attack inducing people. Yep. They didn't it, even it's see us. They great. just saw us as fuel. They didn't even see us as the we were just fuel, ammunition to be reloaded. It's like, ooh, that's that's fucked up. I love it. It is that's great. It's, it's fun as hell though. Hell yeah. Um and the final high fleet I have on here. Well, I guess we'll talk about Ouroboros as well because Shy posted big titty Ouroboros. But um, Hell yeah. the last one we got to talk about, at least in terms of the ones you can play in game, is High Fleet Hydra. Oh, and High okay. Fleet Hydra is a simple one. Blot out the sky with their numbers. Hyper-aggressive, oh. hyper-aggressive, never-ending pure just just never just just literally literally swarms like floods of bodies a wave of small little critters well the name makes sense then um if it's if it's never ending just like uh hydra if you cut off one head two more grow and yeah it's a never-ending flood of nids it's how popular are they on the tabletop because i mean Uh, not a ton yeah, I was going to say, they don't sound like they'd be super popular, because it sounds like if you were going to play Hydra, you would just get a shitload of really cheap shit and just push it forward as best you can. And in the tabletop, that's not always necessarily a great thing to do. Yeah, but their color scheme is really fucking dope. Oh, yeah. Shy said they have a Ronnie color scheme. Well, just because they have the same color scheme doesn't mean I'm going to simp for it the way I do Ronnie, Shy. Okay? Please. Well, this might be true... They are still also four arms. Ima- imagine, <laughs> imagine Gide- the possibilities. Well, Gideon Offnir, the all-knowing, four arms takes of a pipe. Imagine, <laughs> uh, but imagine. like their their names are obvious. They're like swarming insects, endless regeneration, critical mass. Um, the way they work, the reason they're not as popular is because yeah, one you normally go into big bugs right now. Um, but two, the the main reason is that their ability is a little niche. It's uh, whenever you make a melee attack against a against an enemy unit that has fewer models than you do, you get extra benefits. Um, but of oh. course, that might like that might be pretty often if you run a lot of models. But maybe what if you fight like orcs? Yeah, a little you know a little harder or sometimes little, guard. Yeah. Like you said, little, um, little niche, little niche, little niche. Uh, granted, their monsters do count as, uh, as like, oh wait, for purpose of adaptation. Oh wait, no, vehicles and monsters model monster models counts five models. Oh, it actually makes it worse. Oh yeah, oh. shit. I oh, first no. thing I thought that your own vehicles and monsters count as five. Well, do they? Vehicles and monster models each count as five models. That could mean both yours and the enemies. Because I guess that would yeah. make sense. You know, if you have a giant monster and you're fighting like three guys, it's a little bit more. It still feels like you're overpowering them. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't know. I have to look that one up. But no, they're not as powerful in that sense. But it's just like, you know, you want to run a flood of monsters, a flood of Hormagons and, and Ripper Swarms yeah. and all these things. This is the one. Yeah. They don't sound um, as fun. They don't sound as fun to play, honestly. Well, let's see about this quote, and we'll determine. Okay, let's do it. How do you fight an enemy that grows stronger the harder you hit it? Oh, 
We grasped quickly enough that the more fire we poured into the swarms, the more of the scuttling horrors came surging through the hive tangle to avenge the dead. But what could we do? Stop shooting and just let them tear us apart? You think you could order your soldiers to put up their guns mid-battle while you, what, try to think of a way to defeat the foe that doesn't involve blasting them to bits? Laughable. We could only plow on as, as we had been trained for and hope their reserves petered out before ours did. Let's just say that's the last day I trusted to hope. Marshal Karya Blaze, 674th Covian Infantry. Damn. Damn. Just, Tyranid quotes are the best. They're so much fun. They're so much yeah. fun. They really are. I, I love it. I love that. I must admit, uh, despite the Tyranid Codex being the most overpowered thing I've ever seen, um, there is a really neat thing. So the way... Uh, Tyranids work, and I, I might have this wrong, but I think I have this right, is that um, they have, uh, nowadays, most factions come with two abilities, mm -hmm. and the two abilities, it's like, oh, uh, like Custodians, for example, um, the Aquilin Shield, the ones that are protecting, they can all do a thing called a Heroic Intervention, and they can also ignore, like, a certain AP value, that's what they do, um, so, for example, High Fleet Behemoth allows it so that you get extra strength on your charge and you can re-roll your charges. High Fleet Gorgon allows you to do the four-up always wounding, but they also let you re-roll one, ro uh, one roll every time you do do a wound roll. Um, Jormungandr is, uh, makes it minus one to hit when you're a certain distance away, and also they count as less when it comes to like this blast rule. But... The second rule is, is always an adaptive rule. And so, oh. because it's an adaptive rule, before the game starts, you can actually remove that rule and take a different one from an adaptive trait. So, okay. for example, if you don't like Jormungandr's blast rule, and you see the enemy opponent, and you see your enemy opponent doesn't have a lot of... Um, it's called objective secured... Uh, then you can take this Lurk Biomorphology, which is Territorial Instincts, which give your monsters objective secured. It's shit like oh. that. It, it like allows you to do things like that. Or like they have Hunt Biomorphologies, Lurk Biomorphologies, and Feed Biomorphologies. And if you don't like your secondary ability or you don't think it's going to be good against your matchup, you can swap it out for something else. Which makes, which allows you to be adaptive Tyranids in game, which is super fun. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, actually being able to be adaptive in game to sort of fit the lore of the Nids being very adaptable, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and and the Nids psychic dope, yeah. phase right now is is also extraordinarily overpowered. Their their <laughs> fucking brain shit is so in so insane. Um, <laughs> so insane. They actually got a new. Um, a new model though. I don't know if oh, yeah. uh, if Shy has a picture of this. It's called the Parasite of Mortrex. Um, oh. and it's really fun because in melee it can hit you with this little whip attack, and if it wounds you, it infects you with parasites. And oh, then no. at the beginning of your opponent's turn, they have to roll a dice, and if they roll uh, a four through six. They they take damage and they're still infected with parasites. Oh and, no! <laughs> and they have to keep doing it more and more every turn to see if they're still stuck with parasites. Oh, and it, it, gross. It, 
it fucks them up. It makes them like do things wrong and stuff. It's super fun. That's what the, that's what the new model looks like. Oh, that's oh god, that's that's a that's creepy. that is a flying creepy bug. Yeah, I would not want to be infected with parasites from that thing. Ugh. Um, I'll wear protection, kids. Oh god. Uh, also, with the parasites. Yeah, it's it's the, he doesn't give you the clap. Um, now, last last one I want to talk about, though, because we made the meme, is the Ouroboros one. Um, Ouroboros, it says, tactically, the invasion swarms favor airborne operations. They oh. fill the sky with just, like, billions of gargoyles and other aerial kind of monstrosities to the point where, yes, they literally do block out the sun. Holy shit. Like, they, it, literally, they do actually literally block out the sun with bugs? Like, if you look up, you can't see the sun because there are so many bugs. Holy shit. It makes it really... It makes it really tough because what happens is that they'll strike with insane speed at command posts. The idea is to chew away the eyes and ears of their prey in in a metaphorical sense, like get rid of their uh, communications and and get rid of all their their visuals. They can't coordinate. Um, and so, you know, divide and conquer. And with a lack of coordination, no one can do things properly, and then they're able to take them easily from the sky. The only yeah. enemy that they've fought that isn't very, or that's very um, immune to the strategy is, can you guess? Mm, the orcs? Yep, because they Let's don't go. coordinate very well They have to begin no coordination with. at all, yeah. It's so Damn. fun how orcs are, are being stupid makes them better. <laughs> it makes them better suited to fight a smart-ish enemy that's looking to cut off your your strategy and your communication and your eyes and your ears. There's Silly a couple orcs. other uh, high fleets as well, um, but most of them are a lot smaller in, in terms of scope and scale. Mm, um, okay. Like, there's a high fleet Tiamat, which is a, a unique chitin, that allows them to have excellent protection against like bursts of energy or kinetic force. So yeah. they have like diamond hard exoskeletons. That's Ooh. the idea. There's Hyfly Harbinger, which okay. uh, sounds awesome, but has literally no lore at all. Oh, then yeah, why does it exist? Oh, it's like we fought Hyfly Harbinger, like a throwaway line in some kind of. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say, if they're the Harbingers, maybe they were, like, the first Hive Fleet that had ever been seen, and they were the first ones fought, and that's the only thing important about them, is that was, like, their first encounter with the Tyranids or something. One, a really weird one, is Hive Fleet Colossus, which was mainly comprised of centaur-like creatures. Oh. Um, wait, are these the Zotes? The centaur-like description of these creatures claim they were slaves that led many fans speculate the creatures of the Colossus are actually a Zote. Oh, this might not actually be a high fleet then. This might just be the Zotes and they thought they were Tyranids. What's a Zote? Like this, um... There, there you go. That's oh! <laughs> oh, it's like Jesus! A cen- it's like a centaur <laughs> lizard. Yeah, it's like a lizard centaur thing. Oh, Jesus. How could you mistake that for a Tyranid? I'm assuming that, uh... There is... A, a large amount of um of like people who just don't know what the fuck a tyrant it is, and so they kind of assumed. I suppose that's fair. 
damn, those things. Like, I would not want to run into a Zote. Those things look ferocious. Yeah, Holy they're big. Shit. Yeah. Jeez. Can you Some imagine getting other... hit with that power claw? Ooh. That, 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 fucking, that fucking hurt. Yeah. There's a couple other ones, like High Fleet Naga, High Fleet Ulysses, High Fleet Megalodon, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the Meg, starring Jason Statham. <laughs> oh, God, I had forgotten about that movie. Oh, my the God. The Meg. Um, but that, that's those are the main ones you could play as in-game. Now, of course, mm-hmm. naturally, if you want to um, play as, say... Uh, your own kind of, you know, custom fleet, or if you mm-hmm. want to try making your own special version of of Ouroboros or Tiamat or something of that nature. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, there are additional upgrades and like ways you can mix and match them. I I do believe. Um, oh okay. Or. Oh, no, well, okay, kind of, sort of. If anything, you would pick a prior high fleet, like Hydra or Crush like that, and then you would actually uh, just use, like, one of their biomorphologies, maybe, instead, and uh, and make your own kind of concept, you feel? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, also, Shy has a quote. She says, check this out, Bricky, the most pathetic high fleet. High fleet Scarabus. High Fleet Scarabus was annihilated by the troops of the 9th Cadian Shock Troopers Regiment at the walls of Fortress Carcassonne in 937.M41. The 9th Cadian did not lose even a single company of troops in this conflict. Weakest Cadian Regiment. Oh, really? No, no, I'm joking. It's like... Oh, okay. It's like <laughs> the, the, the it's weakest like... Cadians, because the rest are gigachads. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, if the weakest Cadians beat the, the uh, High Fleet all on their own, damn. Weakest Cadian versus strongest High Fleet, exactly. Um, <laughs> there's also other, there's other fun stuff, too. Like They have these things called adaptive physiologies, which is mm-hmm. this fun way where you can give but, uh, buffs to big monsters. Like One of them is called Voracious Ammunition. It says... Ooh. Either host to nests of hungry bioammunition or unique organs generating a constant stream of biochemical substances, this Xenos brute's organic projectiles continue to sear or consume long after it has moved on to other prey. Damn. Look at fun stuff like that, you know, or like uh, uh, enraged reserves. Contained deep within the organism's body is a pulsating sac but with a cocktail of adrenostimulant fluids and linked to a ring of vascular and pneumatic sphincters. When roused, this arrangement pumps its potent biostimulant through the host organism's body, driving the creature to new heights of speed and ferocity. Damn. All right. Tyranids are dope. Tyranids are so fucking dope. They've also got a whole bunch of crazy-ass, crazy-ass psychic powers. Like psychic scream, which is uh, unleashes the hive mind's psychic shriek, uh, or oh. Nero parasite, is a uh, a it is oh it's so weird it is a psionic energy into the mind of an organism as raw gray matter gains synaptic sentience and starts chewing its way out of its cranial prison. Oh. God. I make your brain turn alive and kill yourself. <laughs> oh my God, dude. You, Holy you, shit. You should eat yourself now. now. Oh my God. 
That is insane. What the fuck? Yeah, I think it. What's it do? Uh, oh, yeah. If, if you you roll you roll dice for every single uh, person in the unit, and then if you exceed their toughness, it does like damage. Jesus Christ. There's also a bunch wild. of super fun relics. There's the Reaper of Obliterax, the Maw <laughs> Claws of Thyrax, Pathogenesis, the Scythes of Tyran, the D Dirge Heart of Karis. Whoa. One of them is weird. It's just called the Passenger. What is that? Um, named by survivors of the Oricon 2 massacre, this graft organism clings to its host's dorsal chitin and sinks fleshy tubules deep into its body. The passenger siphons off vital fluids to feed its own quivering flesh, exuding replacement liquids laced with doses of hyperadrenaline. Augmented oh. thus by its parasitic companion, the host gains a ferocious turn of speed that helps it run down screaming prey, feeding both itself and the whore on its back. So it's uh, it's oh. a parasite that attaches to a Tyranin. Yeah, and it just basically gives it a constant feed of adrenaline. Mm, oh, something called shit. the uh, the shard gullet, the balethorn cannon. Wow, Tyranids are fucking dope, dude. Tyranids are so cool. Holy shit! Oh my god, and I I I love that my opinion of them has changed from being like, oh yeah, they're just this mindless swarm that just heaves forward to. You know, now each of the hive fleets have their different shtick. It's not just about moving uh, all of them forward. Like, I guess my opinion of the Tyranids was just essentially, like, hive fleet Hydra. Uh, so it's cool to find out that, like, no, they can be stealthy. They can be sneaky. They can go through the air. They can go underground. It's, that's, that's pretty dope. I'm digging it's, it. It's very fun. And not only yeah. that, but it also makes you kind of... Like theory, well, what's nice is that Tyranids are a very popular faction. Well, it might suck right now because they're so incredibly overpowered. Um, at the same time, <clears throat> you could build your own style how you like it. You know, you, like if you roll up with your fully painted Gorgon army filled with a bunch of just poisonous guns, that's cool. Yeah. You know? Like, like I, I, I mentioned how how strong they are quite often, but obviously, if you want to build Tyranids, like. Fucking build Tyranids. They won't yeah, be this strong forever. Like they're they will they are going to get nerfed. They have to. Eventually, they are yeah. they are laughable. Like yeah. they will get nerfed. And so don't don't feel bad about buying some Tyranids and playing some Tyranids right now. Like they're super fucking fun. Yeah. There's even yeah. A, a unit called the Turvagon, which has a giant fucking sack of, of tiny bugs in its body, and you can just spit them out on the battlefield. Oh, crap. <laughs> it's so fun. It's like, it, it literally it says spawn termagons. Like, you can spawn 10 free termagons, which, oh, is, which are little, little bugs with guns. That sounds so gross and so fucking amazing all at the same time. I love it. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure I've shown you a termagon. The model is really fucking cool. The here, name here. does sound really familiar. There it is. Oh, you have! Yeah, these things are fucking awful. And you're right, they, they come like spewing out of its belly. It's so gross, and I love it. And they've got guns. They're yeah, spewing they out, guns. and they have guns that not only, not only is he making babies, but he's making babies with guns. With guns. They're packing <laughs> heat out of the womb. <laughs> They're packing heat right out of the womb. 
Oh, the mini looks so fucking disgustingly cool, though. Oh, my God. This is what it's like to live in America. Yes, <laughs> shy. This is America, you know? This is America. This is Texas. This is Texas. Oh, man. Tyranids are so cool. Holy shit. They are a it. ton, a ton of fun. Uh, um, waifus aside, who's your favorite high fleet? Um, that's tough. I've always been kind of a fan of Jormungandr. I like mm -hmm. the way they, they uh, go underneath and cause problems. Um, sure, but sure. I kind of like Gorgon, too. I was going to say Gorgon and their adaptive weaponry was just, it sounded so fucking brutal and savage and just nightmarish that I'm, I'm kind of in on Gorgon. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's pretty darn solid. They've, they've, they're not the best of them all, but I can imagine rolling up with Gorgon and then just, just like dunking random amounts of, of fucking bio like weaponry and, and extra damage and infecting people with parasites and crap is so much fun yeah. it's so gross yeah gorgon like the the sound of their weaponry like makes my skin crawl and i love it this is just, and, mm, yeah and it's fun because you can like totally build for them too like mm -hmm. if you want to be like a super gorgony style army you could literally run all of their special abilities their extra psychic powers and all this extra stuff and then you could just dunk wounds on them with with pure disgusting bugs it's just fun it's just a good time the nids oh, it's great it's great the great nids episode. loved the it nids. the nids the nids I'm, uh, i the nids have gone to me and gone to my throat i'm dying yeah you get hit with a gorgon they've, uh, they've put all those they, they put all those parasites and bugs in you man i don't want to i don't want to have the parasites in me Get him out! <laughs> you gotta roll. You gotta roll. Get him out! <laughs> you gotta roll. Roll the dice, Ricky. Roll uh, the dice. Right, I'm gonna roll the dice. All right, dice roller online. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, I, yeah, if, yeah. If I if I if I roll four through six and I have parasites still stuck in me, writing the episode, roll dice. It's a five. Fuck!